Pastor Joseph Chateau-Rapaye, pastor of Advent Lutheran Church in Wyckoff, New Jersey. And this is week one of our four-week Advent series on Walter Brueggemann's The Prophetic Imagination. This season of Advent, we're going to be spending four weeks going through a book by Walter Brueggemann called The Prophetic Imagination. This book was first published back in 1978, so it's 40 years old now, and it's considered something of a classic. Brueggemann is an Old Testament scholar, but one of the things he does well in this book is connect Bible scholarship to broader theology. So he's not just looking at themes that were important for the people who wrote these texts, but he's also looking at what these texts can tell us about God and how they shape our practices as communities of faith. Now the title of the book gives away some of the themes. Brueggemann is going to be focusing on the prophets as a way of understanding Jesus more fully. Now sometimes when we talk about the prophets, we think that the prophets were just people who told us that Jesus was coming. And if that's true, then once we have Jesus, it's easy to think that we don't need the prophets anymore. But that's not quite right. So Brueggemann is going to be unpacking some themes from the prophets and connecting them to Jesus to show how Jesus uses ideas and traditions used by the prophets in his own ministry. Brueggemann says that the goal of the book is to show how, quote, the task of prophetic ministry is to nurture, nourish, and evoke a consciousness and perception alternative to the consciousness and perception of the dominant culture around us. Thus, I suggest that prophetic ministry has to do not primarily with addressing specific public issues, but with addressing in season and out the dominant crisis that is enduring and resilient of having our alternative vocation co-opted and domesticated, close quote. So prophets are tasked with the responsibility of showing another reality or another way of living in a situation where no other way of living is being imagined. And that imagining is connected to how we live out our vocations fully without having them toned down or domesticated by our culture. There's a lot going on in there, but we'll unpack it as we move along here. So we're going to start this week with Moses. Brueggemann says, begins the prophetic tradition. Part of what he wants to show here is the clear and total break between Pharaoh's Egypt and this new community called Israel. The liberation of the Israelites from Egypt shows the dismantling of an oppressive and imperial regime. Pharaoh oversees a world in which he is supposed to be all-powerful. And yet, in the liberation of the Israelites, he is shown not to be all-powerful after all. One point that Brueggemann wants to make clear is what comes out of this liberation. It isn't just a new religion, or a new religious idea, or even a new vision of freedom, but it's a new social community that exists within history itself. God's freedom is embodied within a particular community of real people within history, and this community lasts for 250 years in this way. So there's two big themes that Brueggemann wants to draw out in Moses, and these are two things that prophets do. One is prophetic criticism. When Exodus starts, the Egyptians are in full control over their territory. There appears to be no space for freedom, for criticism, for any other way of being. So the consciousness or the culture among the Egyptians is that everything is fine. There's no reason for anyone to complain. And it's easy to see how we still live like this today. So Brueggemann suggests that real criticism, prophetic criticism, begins in the capacity to grieve. The liberation of the Israelites starts not when they cross the Red Sea, 
but when they articulate that things are not the way they should be. Brueggemann writes that, quote, only an empire are repressed and urged and invited to pretend that things are all right, either in the dean's office or in our marriage or in the hospital room. And as long as the empire can keep the pretense alive that things are all right, there will be no real grieving and no serious criticism. So the prophet's job is not to pretend that everything is fine. In fact, it's the exact opposite. It's to tell people that everything is in fact not fine. The second task of the prophet is what Brueggemann calls prophetic energizing. So if criticism means showing an empire or consciousness to be false, then energizing is creating something new in its place. It is the task of the prophet, Brueggemann says, to bring to expression the new realities against the more visible ones of the old order. So the job of the prophet is to give people hope. And what gives people hope isn't what they already have, it's what they've been promised. Brueggemann says that this energizing comes from three places. One is from God's power. In the Exodus story, God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Brueggemann takes this to mean that God is powerful enough to cause a change within Pharaoh that Pharaoh can't perceive. So there's something on the move in the midst of evil that evil isn't able to perceive or react to. The second is that God takes sides with the oppressed. God is not a neutral arbiter, but personally involved in the outcome. God makes a distinction between Israelite and Egyptian, between victim and perpetrator. This is not a disinterested God, but a supremely interested God. And the third is doxology or praise. When the Israelites emerge from the Red Sea, the first thing they do is praise God with the song of Moses and the song of Miriam. The freedom of God to act has become the people's own freedom, which is why they can praise God. So to wrap up, prophetic ministry or prophetic imagination has to do with two things. One is with grieving the world where the world isn't right, and the second is energizing people to hope by encouraging trust in God that leads us from grieving to doxology. That's it for this week. Next week, we're going to fast forward and talk about some of the later prophets before we pivot to Jesus' own ministry.